Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, uh, you got, uh, you got my money? Huh? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll pay you soon. Yeah, well, um, here's a suggestion. Um, have the money by tomorrow and there won't be any problems. Is the moment you've all been waiting for. It is indeed time. It's uh, four minutes after five, and after about 150 days. Uh, a couple of uh, phone calls, three or four phones, uh, a broken webcam, uh, a dodgy tie line, uh, this and that, that and this. It's Stephen Beaver Donald. Welcome back to the run home. Yeah. Oh, Brad, thank you so much. Oh, and, that voice just gets me every time. And I don't, and I don't know what it is of you two and. In the studio, and I'm meeting Brad and the young maestro. I'm sure he's, missed he's you so probably much. plateaued a little bit. He's missed he's, you so he's much. He's missed me, Excuse but he's probably you. plateaued with, without having me. Um, <laughs> but how did you know that you were able to play one of my guilty pleasure songs, which is a as a young twenty odd year old? I wondered whether it was okay to like trying to become a tough rugby player. I didn't know if it was socially acceptable. <laughs> I love that song. I used to love that song when I was probably 2.30 in a nightclub I probably shouldn't have been in, Jacob. Mm. But thanks for having that up your sleeve today. That, that, that's that the Miley Cyrus remake, but um, I do love the Madonna version as well. But yeah, look, I had, ah, I had, yes. I had no idea, but I um, I believe it's probably just fate beef. It's so good oh, to have you on the show, mate. Like, Special. Uh, how, how, mate, how are you doing? Oh look, it is it is fantastic. A touch emotional uh, walking down the hallways of Auckland Airport today, thinking it hasn't been this long since I've been away, apart from when I've had overseas rugby contracts. So, uh, and even those Japanese ones were that short. It didn't seem like this long. Um, but um, no, it's it's been a while. It's fair to say it's it's not quite the 150 days you talked about, but it's, uh, it's pretty it's been close. A few and yeah. 
to think, I mean, how long ago is that Island All Blacks quarterfinal? That was about when I departed. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, been, it's been some time, but uh, no, great to be back. Great to put the feet back on uh, on the soil here in New Zealand and uh, looking forward to parking up for a while. It's uh, it's great overseas, Brad, but there's no place like home, as they say. Let me uh, let me get the paperwork out of the way. Of course, the run home brought to you by McDelivery. Uh, coming up in the Macca's menu, well, it's a lot of beef. I'll give you the tip. Uh, we'll do a uh, <laughs> we'll do a little bit of a, a run home reunion. Tuesday, Brain Buster, which Beef loves. Welcome back with that. Questions without notice. Um, and we'll also recap the uh, highlights of New Zealand-Pakistan. Beef, we have cricket on SCNZ. It's, we've had yes. two games. It's been great and I listened the other day uh, to uh, the commentary Steve Davy Wiley's it took me back to those great days of summer listening to radio uh, you know as a young fella and it's so awesome to hear cricket on the radio again and it's awesome to be part of a company that's bringing that to the to the uh, to the fans of cricket out there as well no certainly is like you you, you talked about your summers summers uh, used to be certainly for me the transistor or we were Driving somewhere in the old, uh, I think it was a Largo van we used to have, the Silver Beast, and uh, we'd be going somewhere on a on a trip or a, or a sports event, and uh, there'd be cricket being played, and it was your Indies versus your CDs and, and what have you. So, uh, no, brilliant that the station has managed to get those rights, and uh, and what's a New Zealand summer without listening to a bit of cricket on the radio? Oh, it's um, it's brilliant. It's only just getting started, and what Beeb's really, really happy about is that he's going to get a few unscheduled days off as well if the weather holds. Uh, during the, just, just, just quietly, <laughs> not just, even thought of just, that. Just quietly, I think you might have a two-day week next week, but we'll uh, we'll get into that um, uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> hey, I, I, look, I know it's a long time ago, but we haven't actually got your thoughts um, at all on on what happened in France, and you mentioned the Island game. That's that, that that weekend of rugby is the greatest weekend of rugby I think I've ever seen. But but not just that. Moving moving to, to head to, towards the final. Uh, what was the? I mean, I know you're obviously a passionate New Zealand fan. That game was so close. It was we knew it was going to be close. I mean, me and you had talked about how the Springboks were the one team that don't really fear the All Blacks in any form whatsoever. Uh, what a great game of rugby. Uh, there were a few things in there that we didn't like in terms of referee calls. But you were there. You were you were sidelined with I think it was Jim Hamilton, weren't you? What was that? What was that game like for you? Yeah, the, the final was the final. Like obviously being live and and not watching it on TV and not having, I guess, the feeling of having the referee and the grandstand have such a such a factor in it. You, you didn't really notice it as much. Right. Yeah, you were still absorbed in a in a contest in front of you. And I guess when you're at the ground and you're just enjoying the moment, you know, you don't mind the odd break and play to have a have a yak to a man next year and uh, see how see how things are unfolding and his eyes and and what have you. But um, yeah, certainly in hindsight and looking forward, looking forward, you'd like to think that you know most people of any sorts of common sense in the in the world of rugby or have an opinion on rugby have said let's hope a massive game's never decided or never influenced by a guy sitting in the grandstand who just wants his name or face on TV, and, and that's where we ended up in the final. That's not sour grapes. So I, I I tip my hat to South Africa. They're a mm-hmm. phenomenal rugby team, phenomenal at tournament play, and, and I'm not saying that. If you just left Wayne Barnes to referee it, then the All Blacks win. Not, not at all. Um, South Africa deserve their title, but from a product point of view, and yep. we're such we're so hypocritical when it comes to running rugby because we say we're in we're in, we're in the entertainment business and, and all the rest of it, and yet when the whole world is watching it, and I can't imagine a Rugby World Cup final has any. It is the most watched game I'd have, I'd have thought. Um, you just had to see what sort of superstars of, of the world of sport, of the world of movies were there that night to know that, okay, all the eyes of the sporting world are on this one. Why do we then go and punish ourselves? 
and, and dish up a game that's refereed again by somebody who just was never good enough to be the man in the middle as good as Wayne Barnes, but he can run a computer. Um, I just think that's where we ended up. Hopefully now we go away and we realise, I've seen Shag Hansen come out plenty of times and say it, um, I've seen others come out and say it, let's just, let's just adjudicate on tries and, and let the man in the middle referee it. But as a spectacle, as a game, 12-11, um, and you think about all the what-ifs, and those, unfortunately the boys... You're always going to have what-ifs when you lose a game like that. And there'll be plenty in the All Blacks who, who will live with that for a long time. But, you know, but, oh, you, couldn't, you couldn't help but be a proud Kiwi what they gave of themselves at that World Cup, considering after the opening game against the French. And uh, news this morning, Beav, uh, and this is the gross thing about it, and I know Wayne Barnes alluded to this after the game, we know Ben O'Keefe's had his own issues, Tom Foley has uh, taken, decided to walk away from the game at this stage, he was the video ref because of the abuse, and that for me is the yucky thing, right, like when it becomes personal, and look, I actually think mm. the debate in New Zealand, you wouldn't have been privy to it, but even on this radio station, was reasonably uh, calm, like uh, yep. I, I think people accepted the results, but the but you brought it up. The discussion was: Is this what we want to advertise to the world? And there are things that rugby are doing that are making the game worse. Uh, obviously, the yucky thing is when people jump into people's DMs and, and and abuse them and what have you. Don't like to see that, but it's about it's about repairing the game, uh, and, and look, we're not the only ones saying that. Warren Gatlin said it. Eddie Jones has said it. All of these coaches have said it. I think even uh, uh, Andy Farrell mentioned it as well, that the game's not quite right. Yeah, and considering the stakes, it's, it's remarkable, though, when you think about how, how high the stakes were at that quarterfinal weekend you talk about, Brad, and yet we had entertaining thrilling games of rugby yeah and the stakes couldn't have been any higher then than they were yeah yeah because it's not called the final but for four teams in particular it was their world cup final that they'd been building for and mm. and they produced games of absolute highest entertainment yeah slightly contrasting but still if you had shown that to a person in america who's taking a passing interest and doesn't know a rule about rugby they could have got on board that they could watch that and go well it's not a bad sport and that's what you want your product to be to be entertained to the casual observers and uh, I certainly think we got that in bucket loads in that quarterfinal weekend so yeah I think obviously there's some, there's some things that need to be tweaked but it's not rocket science what needs to be tweaked let the man in the middle referee if there's tries to be decided then yep a try needs to know if the balls hit the grass and we just need to get this head thing sorted and, and where we stand on height of tackling and what have you and then force and impact and then I think we can get a lot of the grey area out. I mean, scrums are always going to be scrums. <laughs> rucks are always going to be rucks. But if we can just – we can control the controllables, Brad. And yeah. I mean, coaches love to talk about it. Well, whoever's, there's plenty of coaches on the boards of World Rugby that make big decisions now. Well, let's control the controllables as far as adjudicating and just say this is not to be refereed by a man in the grandstand. I have missed your common sense. I've missed it, you know. Like it's just a big part of the show is Beef talking common sense. Hey, uh, a big rugby story this week, Beef uh, was yep. Bowden Barrett uh, resigned. Yes. I uh, I took about twenty steps down to NZR on uh, Monday. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday. Chris Lendrum was up. Uh, he's the uh, director of high performance for New Zealand Rugby. And and uh, the question was posed to Chris Lendrum is did how much of a role did Razor Robertson make in this decision? He said basically none. Um, and I was like, hmm. But uh, wh- what do you make of this sign? I think it's great for Bowden. I think it's great for the Blues. I think it's great for Super Rugby, it's great for the All Blacks uh, and it's great for someone like Damian McKenzie and Stephen Perifeta and these other 10s that are now going to have a great player like Bowden Barrett pushing them in that All Black role next year. 
Oh, well, the year after. Oh, great. Yeah. No, you used, you used the word great 10 times in the last 30 seconds, and I couldn't use any other, other word than great. It is a great signing. It is great that uh, Bodie is going to commit to another four years. I'll be honest with you. Um, it was a position that once that final whistle um, blew in, in Paris, yeah. I thought, hmm. Apart next? from my great boy, Damien, um, there's concerns. But uh, the fact that we've now got Bowden and Damien, and uh, yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned Damien will be happy. I mean, they're great Wednesday golf partners. I mean, Damo probably wanted every game by himself. He's probably going to have to share a couple now. But um, no, it is great. We're going to have two, two world-class ones. And, and Damo, I think, still the kid that they're going to probably promote to be their man in four years' time. But to have Bodie around, uh, it is brilliant. He'll certainly have a massive part to play. I think he'll, you know, and I mean, this is, I've got nothing, this is going off no evidence whatsoever, but I would imagine he will start to concentrate more on life as a 10. I think the 15 yeah, days, I agree. he'll start pushing to the, pushing to the rear vision mirror and uh, he'll, he'll zone in on the 10, 10 jersey and, and the 10 position. So, which will, you know, be great for Damien as far as pressure and making sure he's playing well, but also in fact, great for the All Blacks that you've now got two. And who knows, Richie? Richie might only do three years of his Toshiba. Well, it's a three-year deal apparently in yes. Toshiba, and he might drop back in. So, um, you know, I, I must admit it was a position that I fought to, for. As far as the, the new All Black regime, it's a little bit of a hospital pass at one point with just Damien, but uh, now I think it looks a lot more secure. Yeah, and competition breeds performance, right? So, you know. Damien is going to need to perform every week in, week out, both the Super Rugby and Test level, um, as long as Bowden's playing at the same level. I, I just think it's awesome uh, news. And, is it a, and Chris Lindgren was asked this yesterday, if it's not so much a changing the guard, but is this a sign for other players that the all-black jersey still means a lot to a guy like Bowden Barrett? Well, if there was any doubt, I think it confirms. And, and, and hopefully not just means something to Bodie. I mean, just... Because I've, you know, I've long been a believer, and we've got to never entertain the thought of, of picking players from overseas. Yeah, and I think this this signature of Bodie's sort of reinforces that that, you know, Bodie would be sacrificing hundreds of thousands millions. of dollars. Yeah. yeah, oh millions. Right, Bodie would be sacrificing millions by coming back. No doubt about it. But the reason he's done that is because he wants to be an All Black still. So I think that's that's a great tick to New Zealand rugby. I think it's a great endorsement to the fact that they never have to consider this whole picking players from overseas, and it's a great tick for for future where we still want our superstars playing super rugby. We want super rugby to be better. We want Australia to sort their rubbish out. But if someone like that, who, as I say, he will be sacrificing millions to have signed that deal, um, I think it's I think it's a great thing for the All Black jerseys future. Final question before we get onto the Brain Buster. Did I see a video on social media of you donning a rugby outfit in du- was it Dubai on the weekend with a with a certain K Stanaway on the sideline? Yes, look. It's, Please explain. Uh, um, well, I've got a ma- I've got mates up there who uh, who have businesses and they uh, every year enter into what is the Dubai uh, the Dubai Sevens goes on. And anyone who hasn't been to the Dubai Sevens, the, the World Series, if you've got the money, if you've got the ways to go to it, go to it. Because it is the best event I've ever been to rugby-wise. Wow. Out the back of it, they have uh, amateur rugby, netball, uh, crossfit. Uh, what's the new craze in tennis, but not pickle, tennis? Pickleball. Uh, pickle, pickleball. They yeah. have cricket. They have, I know I'm missing a couple other sports. And this is all going on out the back. And they have bars. 
and that's where well, bars was. were the only thing that took, just took my attention. <laughs> but, um, bars and food and bouncy castles for the kids. It is as good an event as I have ever seen. And I've done it two years in a row now. Uh, we were in the veterans competition and, and we just played with uh, my mates up there, locals mates and, and a few other ringings that they uh, got in this year. We somehow, um, I guess, we were MVPs without a shadow of a doubt in the t- entire tournament uh, post fixtures. Give yourself no a one, shout no, out. <laughs> no one pushed the boat out harder uh, post match than, than our team, and yet we somehow still managed to scrub ourselves off every day and uh, got ourselves through to the final. Unfortunately, the final was on the main pitch, it was on the in the main our main arena. Uh-huh. All the other field games were played out the back, and of course, you know who's operating in the. Uh, Main arena is none other than Kirst Stanway. And Carl Tanana, right? Yes, yeah. and Kirst uh, just happened to decide that even if it was her break, that she would film <laughs> she did. my uh, my fixture. Um, unfortunately for me, I pulled a quad and tried to play on a pulled quad. Uh-oh. I've got a crack. I've got a cracked rib, um, <laughs> and I was hobbling around like uh, a seventy-five-year-old, not the uh, recently uh, christened thirty-year-old I am. Um, and uh, she thought it was quite hilarious to um, broadcast that to, to her thousands of followers on her social media account and uh, completely take the piss out of me as I tried to survive the 35 degree heat hey, mate, you at look, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. You look like you're still packing about 1% body fat, so I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too worried, mate. You're looking, you're looking oh, pristine. I, sweated, I, sweated, I, was, I was running a liquid diet for four days straight, <laughs> and uh, I sweated it all out most of the days. No doubt. Uh, it's uh, 5.19 here on the run home. The Run Home's Tuesday Brain Buster. Okay, Beaver, you ready? Uh, for a Brain Buster, I didn't, I didn't anticipate it so early in the piece, but yeah, go on. J-Dog, take it away, son. Uh, well, you might actually have say, the answer say hello to, to Say hello to Dad oh, first. Okay, dad? God, <laughs> I, mean, I, have, dad, I have a dad. Mentor, life. Uh, <laughs> you, you, life your coach. hero. Just yeah. go up, hero. Oh, hero, yeah, God, understatement of the year. I mean, I mean, it's an honour to work with such an esteemed, <laughs> esteemed person of your calibre. Uh, anyway, Tuesday Brainbuster. How uh, Beef's, uh is Beef thirty? Uh, what age is he actually? No, uh, Sa- <laughs> the actual Brainbuster. Uh, Sam's mother had four children in all. The first one was named May. The second and third were named June and July, respectively. What was the fourth child? Fourth child's name. Ah, huh. May, June, and July. Yes, those are the names of. Uh, and, you, and there's no details about uh, conceiving and what have you. <laughs> yeah, no, no. There's no. It doesn't go into detail about that. No. There's no Pornhub links. No, it wasn't, so. no, it no wasn't links, July. Was it? Links. No. I think I've got it. Mm? Can you read the start of that again? Sam's mother had four children in all. The first one was named May. The second and third were called June and July, respectively. Mm-hmm. What was the fourth child's name? I got it, Beef. Do you reckon you got it? It was July. No. July or Sam. It's either July or Sam. It's oh. it's 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 Sam because you just re- reeled off the three other names, right? <laughs> Is it Sam, Jacob? Yeah, you're correct. Oh, Beef, our powers combined. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nailed it. Hey, you still got it, Beef. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good to have you back, mate. Uh, it's so, so good to have you back. It's uh, 21 after 5. We'll take a quick break here on the run home of Vic shortly.